won't back down. With Will Levinson, Jake Lehman, and Sam Potosa. Won't back down country. Let's ride. Won't back down country. Let's ride. Won't back down country. Let's ride. Won't back back down country. country. Let's Let's ride. ride. Oh, that was corny enough. Yeah, well, I mean, Russell Wilson's corny. I mean, we're just, we're, you know imitating his corniness but we 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 made a already corny video cornier and that's pretty cool call us corn kid i love corn which i don't it's know corn. how that started i don't know why he's circulating around the internet but i love it for him no, it seems it, like his know. parents it are is. making a shitload of money off of him for liking corn the so. chipotle Power one to them. chipotle to one was really little unexpected i was just kind of like oh that was fantastic what is this it's just someone getting chipotle already and then he just shows up and i'm like oh that's corn it, it has the juice <laughs> corn it, uh, i love you I <laughs> anyway the juice well funny kid let's ride seriously because we're t-minus two hours away from the start of week one of the college football season and I think today's theme is excitement. We're just all stoked to be in here, talk about it's previewing the season, and we're especially stoked to have a very special guest, Zach Galpern, taking Sam Potosa's place. That yeah. is... I am back. Incredible. And better than ever. Very yeah, how are you? to be here. Fantastic. Couldn't be better. It's game week. Mm-hmm. A computer science major enters the journalism school, <laughs> sending shockwaves across the Innovation News Center. Well, hey, what you know, could have been? In high school, I actually did TV production. Right. So this is all familiar to me. It's back in, back in business in the Won't Back Down Studios, which is in sort of inside of the WFT production studio within the journalism school. It's a very cool setup when you think about it. <laughs> and there is a live show currently being produced right outside of these very soundproof walls of the Won't Back Down studio. And with that, we begin to talk about God's greatest creation, college football. <laughs> yeah, no, it seriously is. I mean, I there really is nothing like it. And like we talked about last week, I think for multi- a multitude of reasons, this season in particular is going to be really special all around the country. I was scouring weeks one through three, and I think, you know, with the expansion of, um, you know, with the four-team playoff and then with expansion maybe on the horizon with conference realignment, all that stuff, the amount of intriguing non-conference games is surreal. Um, oh, absolutely. We start off at seven with the return of the backyard brawl. West Virginia is a seven-and-a-half-point dog playing Pitt at Pitt technically, but like Miami, Pitt doesn't really have much of a home field advantage in their uh, rented home stadium at Heinz Field, and so West Virginia actually is going to have more fans reportedly than Pitt at that game. So that's kind of cool. Oh, absolutely. You got the storyline JT Daniels versus Keaton Slovis from the 2019 USC quarterback room. Uh, Fight on. We got the USC football in the studio with us right now. Georgia legends. Straight out of the JT Daniels. Jaden Lehman. And Jaden Lehman. Jaden Lehman, of course. But, uh, and then Penn, we got Penn State Purdue at eight. I think that what the spread on that's two and a half. That should be a really good game. A couple. It's only an hour drive. Super intriguing teams. What? Sorry. From Morgantown, from Morgantown to Pitt? To Acrisure Pitt, to, uh, Ac- Field? Acrisure Stadium? Well, it's backyard brawl for a reason. Acrisure? Acrisure? Ac- 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 yeah. Acrisure. The, the fact, no, but. <laughs> oh, shit. I said, I said Heinz Field. No, it's Heinz Field. It, yeah. it is. Heinz, like, they knew that even when they when their contract ended, that, like, they're they're still going to get, like, the name. Like, people are going to be calling it Heinz. Because no one wants to call it Acrisure. Coach Dan Mullins, ACC. Sorry, I'm 
Uh, yeah, this is just breaking news bad, bad straight off of Instagram. Here, but, yeah, this this, this just popped Calvin up off us. of Instagram moments ago. <laughs> Dan Mullen, who everybody has just been going raving for his prediction. I'm sorry, I was on Snapchat earlier, and his Bitmoji has a backward hat. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's like my little brother Kai, 12 years old. He's the same Bitmoji as Dan Mullen, the blue backward hat. And uh, that's so funny. That's why Colin Cowherd doesn't like him. Well, where his ACC standings? I'd like to see him, Dan yeah. Mullen. Well, it's great pod. I mean, it's, we should, should get Dan Mullen on the podcast. Hey, should we start with the Atlantic or the Coastal? Coastal, Coastal Chaos. Let's go from seven down to one. Number seven, I think we can all we can all, we can all guess the Duke Dukes, the Duke, the Duke Blue Devils, Blue Devils, followed by the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, the VT Hokies, the mm-hmm. Virginia Cavaliers, the UNC Tar Heels. Wow, I should not surprise at all. Just said wow. Yeah, I just it's not a surprise. I just said wow. <laughs> and number two, he's got Pitt. <laughs> Number okay. one, he's got Miami. I actually, I think, agree. Like, yeah, I agree with that. I pit, think that pit, Miami, actually, like, pit Miami to end the season, I think that game will decide the division. Looking at my... But it doesn't matter because the Atlantic... And my ACC standings, yeah, Duke, Georgia Tech, Virginia, UNC, Virginia Tech, Pitt, Miami. It's like yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. Dan's a smart guy. Not. All right, keep going. Yeah. Um, Atlantic. I Atlantic, think Atlantic. We got Louisville last. Wow. That's Syracuse. a terrible pick. Yeah, I, yeah. They're, it's Dan yeah. Mullen. He's very smart. Uh, followed by Syracuse. Boston okay. College, okay. Florida State. I was expecting okay. FSU number one. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Stick it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Wake Forest at three, Clemson at two, and NC State. Yeah, I have the same top three. Atlantic. The same top three. You, so. Wait, Wake number Honestly, three. Honestly, having Wake sharing thoughts of any kind with Dan Mullen makes me feel like an idiot. Yeah, you shouldn't. He's not a. He's not a dumb guy by any means. I just, I, but I still can't figure out. You know, people from up north are so smarter than people from. Right, if you got right. Oh, of course. Right, yeah. That's Dan Mullen. No, That's Dan, what he'll tell you. He he, he would know. Marie yeah. Jones. <laughs> Marie Jones. It's <laughs> great quarterback. No. Damian Pierce is perhaps the most underutilized college mm. football player in the history of the sport. All kidding aside, the um, arrogant thinks he's the smartest man in the room. Coach, former coach, the Florida Gators, Dan Mullen, seems to be living rent free in the studio right now. And I say, let's yes. just move on, and yes. no more yes. mention for the rest of the podcast. He, he can exit yeah. Our, yeah. our our his rent. It's probably enough. ACC has completed. Time. That was a good Instagram read, though. It was. That's why we have you around. Um, what were we talking about before we got on Dan Mullen? Oh, West uh, Week One games. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen years since uh, it was the backyard brawl tonight. Fifteen years since two thousand seven. West Virginia and Pat White went into the final week number two. Would have made their only national title game, and then four and seven pit. Beat them, dashing their national title. I remember that. Yeah, 2007. Yeah. Wow. 15 season. years anniversary. And, and it's been 10 years since they even played. So a lot of storylines tonight. Let's pick this game against the spread. Against the spread? West Virginia. Yeah, yeah me too. I, like, I think you got the Super Bowl factor for them tonight. I agree. And if, like you, ask me, if you ask me, no, I'm not taking plus seven. I'm taking West Virginia money line tonight. Money line, yeah, mm, I don't know about that. But no, JT Daniels. Ride the train. You know, okay, fun story with JT. I don't know if I've ever told this on this podcast. Orange Bowl, December 2021. Uh-huh. Got to be on the field um, after the game. Uh, when, or, when Georgia was having the celebration, it was not a great place for a Gator to be. But it was very cool. Nonetheless, as just as a, as a football spectator, and I see a mustached man, <laughs> looked very unsweaty, very clean, just helmet off, just just pads and jersey completely untouched and i said to myself 
that's JT Daniels. So I walk over to him and I say, hey, man, pleasure to meet you. I, you know, I work for the Orange Bowl. I'm in media. Would love to hear your thoughts on on, on, on getting by, you know, on getting to the next level, something like that. Like getting, getting to the championship game. Mm. And he was very nice about it. He goes, oh, man, I'd love to answer your question. I don't know if I can, though. I don't know if that's against rules. Brings over the Georgia SID, who is – he's like a legendary communications guy. I forgot his name. And the guy's like, nope, no interviews. No interviews on the field. And then he's like, sorry, man. I'm like, it's okay. And that was it. Would have been great if it wasn't JT Daniels. And you just thought it was. It definitely was. Mustache, that mustache man, was yeah. hard to miss. Yeah. Yeah. Another miss. JT Daniels anecdote. When I was on the USC campus touring with my little brother, we met a kid who had played him in beer pong his freshman year. Said he was a very nice down-to-earth guy. JT Daniels. So... Big Will's rolling money line. I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but I think, um, well, I guess, spoiler alert, you might see West Virginia pop up in my win total best bet segment later, but I think if you're going to be picking West Virginia this season, I'd you know, be more confident uh, earlier in the season, given that we've never really seen JT Daniels complete a full season healthy, but I, that team fully healthy is a bowl team, no doubt. Yep. What they bring back on defense and then adding JT Daniels to... Uh, Replaced Jarrett Daigie, huge upgrade at QB. So that'll be a really fun game tonight. Um, he's just one of those guys you've been hearing about for so long. He's just going to be one of those guys in three years, probably still mm-hmm. playing college football. Crazy. Van Wilder, JT Daniels special. Uh, so what, you want to get into top 25s, Big Will? Yeah. Oh, a yeah. continuation of last week. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we got to we gotta finish our top 25s mm-hmm. before we get into the Florida-Utah game, which we'll talk. Florida-Utah, some win totals, some uh, Potosa picks via... Tosa, yeah, he, he, Tosa is going to be um, airing out his his feelings and his thoughts within the brain of Zach Galpern. We have we we have placed Potosa a little mm-hmm. chip in Galpern's head, and and, and and Potosa is controlling proxy, Galpern's voice. Proxy pick, sort of like plankton, <laughs> very plankton esque. Yeah, I, you know, he's got some respectable respectable predictions. May or may not disagree with some of them, but hey, these are his picks, not mine. So I'll honor them. All right. And with that, you want to get started? Okay. So, so we've got well, a couple different. Right. So you have your top 25, which you are doing preseason. I have yep. made all my picks and then have done a postseason top 25. My postseason is not after the college football playoff is played. It's before before all the bowl games. So it's like the final college football okay. playoff rankings before the all the bowl games. The bowl games skew it because who right. cares? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who, who gives it? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I give up, but I'm you know, no, I can't. half the no, players opt out. I can't. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they don't care. Um, so, yeah, I did a Power 5 poll. So, I had 25 Power 5 teams left. But then I guess this will be more of a top 27 because I have BYU and Houston in there, too. There you go. Um, all right, so 20 – let me adjust this. 27, Kentucky. 26, Pitt. 25, BYU Cougs. Okay, I have him at 24. And then... Finishing at 24, 9 and 3. Okay, and then UCLA. Interesting. Mississippi State. Minnesota. Mm. The fighting Tanner Morgan. Speaking of dudes who've been in college forever. Ski you ma. Houston. Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. Kansas State. Skyler Thompson. Wow. Deuce Vaughn. Skyler Thompson. Uh, Miami, and then <laughs> this is funny. My model um, spit <laughs> out somehow. My model spit out 
Florida one spot above Miami. I mean, what are the that chances? Is, what are the odds? That's what are the chances? That's incredible. So yeah. what, what what number is Florida for you? Twenty-five. Uh, it was a little. He's scary. computing. I'm computing. He's computing. I'm letting the model do the talk. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. The model has um, to. Florida. I wish I had some picks for you guys. Some uh, some power ratings. Okay, so it was twenty-five. BYU. I had to slot BYU and Houston in there, but with the numbers, it got a little confusing. BYU twenty-five, UCLA, Mississippi State, Minnesota, Tennessee, Kansas State, Miami, and then at eighteen, high uh, Florida. One spot above Miami. Okay. That's what the model says. So we're going to roll with it. Uh, Houston like at 17. This is a power rating? You, yeah. I think you said Houston earlier. Mm-mm. Okay. I have Houston at 16. Finishing. Yeah, look at that. Very, very cool. And I, and, and at they're fif- pretty loaded this season. For they're, no, they're good. I'm going 11-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Um, And then my 15th team finishing the season at 9-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Is your the fight in Florida Gators? Orange and blue. Wow. Go Mich- Gators. Michigan Droop never. The fighting Billies. Billy's Army. Mm-hmm. Finishing at nine and three. Yeah, it's just that's it right there. Just I'd be ecstatic with that. Right off Let the table. Tell you. Nine and three. Wow. And that might you- be my pick as well. We'll find out later. Uh sixteen, Wisconsin. Braylon Allen's eighteen allowed to vote this season, so expect even bigger leap forward than what we saw I have them him at 17. in his seventeen-year-old freshman season last year. I have them at seventeen. So we're I'm not high on Mertz, but it's okay because Graham. I'm the high on any guy named Graham. Fifteen, <laughs> Oregon, the Fighting Bo Nixes. Wow. I thought about slotting them a little higher, actually, but I just couldn't. Cause I I love they what they have. Ranked. I love I love the roster. I, I they're pretty loaded if you if you look position by position, but I just can't put that much faith into Bo Nix and Kenny Dillingham. Dillingham. Oregon's is such a good spot. Bonix is here and they immediately just upgrade no matter what happens. Bonix is just not Dante that more. Like, I mean, uh, it's a huge upgrade, you know, coaching wise, I think, Dan. I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> Mario, come on. Okay, well, they play Georgia. They play BYU. They play UCLA's. It's not an easy game. They play Utah. Oregon State. They, they, they beat Oregon State last year, but Oregon State's not terrible. Um, Washington. Yeah. You know, you know. I think as of right now, I'm slotting them as the 15th best team in the country. If you watch the bowl game, uh, when they actually they put Ty Thompson in at quarterback for a bit, who I think could give Bo Nix a run for his money, but you know, without um, sort of the more conservative play calling of, of Cristobal, you know, influencing the way they ran the offense. And hey, credit to Cristobal's offense; they did you know run all over Ohio State, and they you know they did had that a big win impressive. as a result, but. I think overall you'll see a little bit more of a passing game there this season with um, the receiver room. They got a good receiver room there. Right. Troy Franklin amongst others. Um, so Oregon 15, NC State 14. Hmm. Devin Leary is going to have a heck of a year. They got a great defense. Yeah. 13 Arkansas. They might finish 7 and 5, but that'd still be a heck of a year <laughs> considering their schedule. Exactly. Twelve Baylor. Well, you have you said you have Arkansas thirteen. Thirteen. I also have Arkansas thirteen. Look at us go. Look at us. I don't think they finish thirteen. I, you're, I, you're banking on them to have a really good year. You right, but like 13. eight and four is like they still have so many wins. Yeah, well, I mean yeah. they could go seven and five and they're not going to be ranked at all. Right, but, but they could still be the thirteenth best team in the country. Yeah, exactly. Right. Power rating. That BYU 
trip on the road is just disgusting. I mean, like, yeah, no, I, if, I, if I'm Sam Pittman, I'm having a sit, serious sit-down with my AD saying, like, what the hell, man? <laughs> you go to Alley of Georgia, Texas, and I mean, I think they go A&M or Bama. I forget the order, but those two, then Starkville, and then going to Provo to play a tough BYU team, that's kind of ridiculous. I, I'm pissed if I'm Pittman, but. Those Arkansasians heading over to Salt Lake City. That's some trip. Yeah. Gators are going there next are we, year. Are we going to Salt Lake City next well, year? We are. We're all, we're all going to go? Or are go. we go? Oh, like us like, in like, particular? Like, oh, like I mean, the won't-back-down members. Probably not. <laughs> Let's go. Why not? I don't know if I'll be I free. Mean, Let's go. Maybe? Make it happen. Make uh, it happen. We'll, we'll see. Uh, if I have a good enough job next year, I'm going to pay for it. I'll still be at UF, so. You'll wow. still be at UF? I will still be here. I'll be attending law school. Not sure, quite sure where yet. Probably not Utah, though. Uh, 11 Oklahoma, 10 Penn State. Higher on Penn State than most, I think. Yeah, I don't even have Penn State ranked. Sean, I think Sean Clifford being healthy this season in his sixth year in college is going to make a big impact for them. They're good on defense. O-line should be improved this season. I think they're a better team than most. are giving them credit. 4-9 USC. I don't wow. love the defense, but they're going to run a mock over Pac-12 defenses this season with Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison. I, I just think it's too... It's hard to deny you know, what they're going to be doing on offense this season. Eight, Utah. Seven, Notre Dame. Six, Texas A&M. Five, Clemson. Four, Michigan. And then Georgia, Ohio State, Bama. The same top three. Same order everyone else is going Wait, wait, so wait. Say, wait that's, what's number four for you? Michigan. That was uh, the hardest pick for me to do. It was. It was. Now I think four was tough for everybody. Yes. No, I'm not saying I'm pick, picking well, see, Michigan here, to make the playoff. Here's, here, well, so here's how mine all kind of fell mm-hmm. together. And it was just kind of like I'm picking game by game and kind of seeing how it all falls together. Mm-hmm. And it's surprising how it ends up falling together because it, it really was a runaway of two teams, as I expect it to be. And then you have – it's kind of a toss-up for three and four. So I'm going to start – I'm just going to do my top ten. Number ten ends. And this is going into the playoff week. Yes, this right. is going – this, like this is like season. the big selection Sunday show – that's going to be happening. Five-star offensive tackles, the Lance Hurd has committed to LSU. Who? Who? Five-star offensive tackle, the Lance Hurd. We were in his top five, but, I mean, he was he's from Louisiana. We yeah. really never had a shot. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's still a win for us. It was, newsworthy to, it, was, it was newsworthy enough for me to read. Courtesy of Kai Lehman texting me that. Thanks, Kai. Yep. <sighs> anyway. Thanks, Kai. Sorry, Big Will. All good. Uh, so, number 10... I have NC State. I have them finishing eleven and one, and I have them losing to. Get ready for this. Yeah, I have them losing to my number nine team ranked in the ACC championship, the Miami Hurricanes. Okay. So I have. That's high. So I have NC. So I have NC State at ten. Mm-hmm. They they go eleven and one, but they lose to Miami to go to eleven and two. So are we going ten Mi- and two for Miami then? So Miami, no, Miami finishes nine and three, but they beat NC State and finish ten and three. But, but because they beat NC State, they finish nine mm-hmm. at ten and three. USC ten and two, number eight. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, who beats Baylor in the Big Ten, they finish nine and three. Beat, but they beat Baylor. Baylor. So they lose to Baylor. Mm-hmm. No, actually, hold on. I'm sorry. 
I have it flipped. <laughs> they beat Baylor in the regular season, okay. and then lose to Baylor in the cha- in the so Big me, Ten championship. Let me ask you this: Is Oklahoma's loss to Baylor in the Big Twelve championship knocking them out of the playoff? No, because they well they are ten. I yes. mean, we're, are well, they going in to it with one loss? They're going in at ten and two. Okay. Baylor is also going in at ten and two. It's really a fight for the Sugar Bowl. The Sugar, yeah, that's what yeah. it's for. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Maybe it's playoff consideration. Yeah. But then you've got so Baylor finishes right ahead of Oklahoma. They're also oh wait no I'm sorry they were nine and three so so they beat they beat Oklahoma to finish ten and three so both teams so they're finished both ten and three they're both ten and three at seven and six Baylor goes to the Sugar Bowl Oklahoma goes to the Fiesta. So to summarize, Miami NC State grouping nine and ten. Yes. ACC doesn't have a playoff team in your mind. Correct. Well, assuming Cle- I mean. Yeah, there's no way Clemson's getting in if you have NC State Correct. beating them. Correct. Big Twelve. Oh, then you have out of the playoff at, at eight. At eight, you got USC. There oh, at eight, USC. Okay. With, at, at ten and two, mm-hmm. and you've got Oklahoma, Baylor, Big Twelve, ten and three each. So Baylor beating up on one another. Right. Six for Baylor. Six for Baylor. Uh-huh. Five is Clemson because they finished Clemson. ten and ten and two. They don't play in their conference championship, but they're still ten and two, and they're still a really good team. And they, and they play well down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Number four. Down the stretch. Who's playing? Why are they playing well down the stretch? Because of a certain quarterback named Cade. His name's mm-hmm. Cade. Mm-hmm. Cade Klubnik uh, takes over for DJ Ui Ungale. I'd say about week seven, week six. You say earlier. I think Sam said a little bit earlier. I say week seven, mm-hmm. week six. Well, earlier or not at all. Okay. I think he's either in by the NC State game week four or DJ's their guy. I, I had I, said this I, I, on, on you the gotta last make a decision pod. by that game. I said this on the last pod, but I have them losing to FSU. And then the switch happens. And the switch happens. Just one of those games. Just one of those games. I'll never forget when Chris Blewett beat Clemson. And it's just one of those games. That the was last like, time was Clemson like, lost, lost at home, home. Which was like a decade ago. It was Nate Peterman. It was Nathan Peterman. It was, it was Chris Blewett. Number four. Playoff team. A playoff team with two losses. Playoffs? The Georgia Bulldogs at number Ooh. four. At number four. Their mm. losses That's fair. are two. Uh, I have to. First two loss playoff team ever. Yes. No two loss teams ever made the playoffs. Is that way? I thought I thought one did. I don't think so. Okay, I I'll take your word. Did as well. I'll take your word for it. Pretty take uh, your word for I it. I don't think they're no. I'll take your word for it. I'd I'd be willing to bet. So this so so Georgia's losses. They lose. They go undefeated through week eleven. But yeah. Week eleven, they lose at Kentucky. Wow. Yes. Yeah, Lexington. <laughs> they lose imagine, at Kentucky. Imagine losing at Lexington. I'm just. Crazy. I just. Just. Just, just watch out. <laughs> Not that Kentucky's. I mean, I have Kentucky going nine and three. Will. Just you know what? Just having Kentucky it and FSU. Oh no! I what know. are we doing? It's just you know what. This is college football. <laughs> this is college football. So they finish the regular season 11 and 1. They play Bama and they get smoked. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They have to play Bama again. By default, Actually, because. Well, they don't because Ohio because Bama is number two and Ohio State is number one. Does Bama have a loss then? So Bama, yes, has a loss to Arkansas. Bama's one loss was early in the season to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they just trip up early, and then they smoke everybody from there. And they actually look like the best team in the country, but because of that one loss, and Ohio State doesn't have a loss, right. even yeah. though they have some close wins well, later on in the year, 
And that's very convenient for the committee because then they don't have so to convenient. put Bama, Georgia in that one Exactly. Four. Oh, I make it so easy. They find a way. But then yeah. who's number three? The Pac-12 <laughs> champions. The Utah Oregon Utes. State? The Utah Utes. You? The Utah Utes. Okay. At 12-1 with their singular loss to the Florida Gators in week one. They go undefeated from there. 12 consecutive wins you know after what? that. I got nothing against Utah. As long as we beat them, they were on the table, I'll root for them. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, after if we <laughs> beat Utah... I am rooting for them to run the table. I don't I'd see love it to happening, see but it's fine with me. I mean, I, I guess why? Well, I mean, I think Utah is really, really good. I just think like this is one of those games early in the year on the road, tough environment. Anthony plays well. Mm-hmm. We're still a formidable opponent. Like it's sometimes when you go through the schedule and you look at these teams that are really good, it's like there's going to be a loss there somewhere. There's just going to be a loss there somewhere. In this case, right. the most favorable place that could be a loss for me for Utah, which is they're probably. They'll 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 be, they'll have the lowest spread. They're gonna mm-hmm. be favored in every single game. Their lowest spread is gonna be this game, USC. And they well, I, but I still think they'll be favored over USC. Oh, you're saying? Oh, I thought so. They're gonna be favored in every game. But of all yeah. the spreads, this one at Florida minus three or minus two and a half is their lowest spread. And, yeah. and the, that was why that's their one loss. Mm-hmm. So, and if we want to finish it off, I have uh, Bama, Ohio State, and Georgia, and I have Ohio State. Um, beating Georgia mm-hmm. 34 to 30 in a pretty good game. And mm-hmm. I have Alabama cruising past Utah 42 14. Yeah. And then in the big game of all, the biggest game of them all, the one we've been waiting for, the one we've been expecting for pretty much a year, Bama, Ohio State. I think every single college football pundit should have this. I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird year because, I mean, it probably won't happen in the end because everyone thinks it's going to happen. But this is to me like the Cav, Cavs Warriors. It's like, it's going to be yeah. Cavs Warriors. Um, and I got Bama winning. 38-35. Eat Spurs. Eat Spurs. Eat Spurs. Eat Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. yeah, yeah Spurs. that's a Spurs. much better pick. I mean, the Utah thing, you're right about probably them being better than every other team on their schedule. It's just hard when you're Utah in that conference and you're not like a, a USC, an Oregon. When you don't have that big of a talent advantage over everybody, it's hard to win 11 games in a row. It's hard. And so I, I can't get behind it for that reason. But, but Jake, they have good coaching. No, they really do, and Nebraska fans actually think. And they're that, not afraid of. Uh, Kyle Whittingham's going to be their next coach. If and they're not afraid of the humidity. Check the boards. <laughs> Ur- Urban, <laughs> Urban, really? Urban, that... Whittingham. Why Fickle, would he go there? And Matt Campbell. Why would he go there? Whittingham. Yeah, to Nebraska because he, it's a, he's blue collar, and I, I think they really Utah. are overestimating the appeal of being the guy to bring Nebraska back. They really are. No, but Utah, he's built like. No, I mean he's gonna be there till he retires. Yeah, like, that makes no sense. He's perfect for it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd go Matt Campbell or PJ Fleck if I had to predict who their next coach will be. Yeah, I could see Fleck taking it. Yeah. Slime ball, PJ Fleck. Um. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll get to my playoff picks, I guess. But why don't we go to Zach Galpern slash Sam Potosa's playoff picks? All right. Yeah, I I got some picks for you guys. Um, I only have from from six on. Okay. Six to one. So. Over at six, we got the Clemson Tigers. Clemson. Clemson Tigers. Clemson. How does Potosa pronounce it? I don't remember. I feel like he's a Clemson guy. Clemson. Yeah. I think he's a Clemson guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Clemson. Me too. I'm a Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Clemson. Yeah. We're superior. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. What um, is Pate? Is Pate a Pate's definitely on our team, right? Pate? He has to be. He has to be. I feel like Pate's a Clemson guy just because he just has some weird pronunciations. He but can't, why? He can't say the letter Y. That's why he <laughs> says Brigham Young. He can't say Y or else he'll say be you. Anyways, Clemson at six. He's got Notre Dame at five. 
I mean, in my preseason poll, I slot up seventh or eighth best team in the country. Yeah, it all comes down to Tyler Buckner for them. Exactly. Regardless, they're getting blown out week one. Buckner. But, uh, oh, they're going to get, I think they're going to get destroyed week one. Yeah. Tyler Buckner from La Jolla, California. Not and a football destination. There's a quarterback, I'm Tyler Buckner. surfing town. I've been there. You've, you've been? I have. I love yeah, a lot of uh, yeah. seals, sea lions. Oh, yeah, the La Jolla Cove. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple really close encounters with seals there. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. I've yeah. had one. And yeah. Tyler Buckner is going to decide Buckner's going to book it for a touchdown. It's funny because they used to have a quarterback named Book. Book. Huh? Yeah. All right. So. And for Potosa's <laughs> playoff. <laughs> Who signed Ian? Who signed Ian? Someone signed I, don't, I mean, the he was score. great on Monday night for the Dolphins. Oh, oh that was so much fun to watch. <laughs> first pass. No, it was actually a miserable game to watch. No, but as a, fan, a Dolphins fan, it was yeah. first no, pass. As a Dolphins fan, it was miserable to watch. No, what are you talking? Well, what are you talking? Well, I guess I mean, we should have destroyed them. And it was like it was fun to watch. First pass, pick six, Nick Needham. Yes. The Eagles, the Eagles picked him up. Nice. Hmm. At number four in the college football playoff. Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> Great use of the sound. That was right perfect. That was so <laughs> I, I forgot we had those. Toby Hopper eyeing, pointed it out to me. Today. I've been eyeing the soundboard this entire podcast, <laughs> waiting so to push one of the buttons, but I don't want to overstep my boundaries here as just a special guest. You can step. I, I can step. Step. I have step oh, sorry. I, I have to interrupt this because I just saw this tweet. I don't know if you saw this, but the general... South Carolina's mascot <sighs> name has uh, been removed. What? It had a three-day shelf commander. life. Cock commander. Wait, did they go back okay. to the Cock commander, Ladies please. and gentlemen, the new name please. of their live bird mascot is Sir Bixbury again. That was what it was, <laughs> right? Uh, they went back. Why was he canceled what? in the first place? Why? I well, don't what, know. What happened there? <laughs> I clicked the wrong one. Oh, no. There we go. <laughs> That would oh, have been so perfect if you Oh, man. Nah, the fact that... Okay, Cock Commander is funny, but <laughs> Cluck Norris is Cluck a whole Norris. different level of funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. I hadn't heard that one. They should Cluck Norris Cluck is the Norris. best one. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> that is good. Fantastic. That is rich. Um, all right, yeah, so Oklahoma at four. That's rich. I wanted to say that on the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's rich. What are you, We're going with the Russell Wilson corniness theme today. Uh, yeah. So, Potosa was actually telling me his reasoning for Oklahoma at four last night, and I, I don't really think I was listening too much. <laughs> so. I, don't, I, I was there. He just said Dylan Gabriel. And yeah. well, he, Dylan Gabriel's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's UCF. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. The Jeff Levy connection, they're going to be able to move the football. I mean... Yeah, I think you're banking Oklahoma. on. I think you're banking I mean, on. They're, they're going to be able to move the football because they're Oklahoma playing. You know, Big Twelve teams that aren't Oklahoma. No, Venables they're, hit it out of the park with that OC hire. No, no, uh, it'll I, no, be a Jeff quick Levy's transition. It is, is a tremendous hire. I was kind of hoping Billy would but hire like, him, but no, me too. But it just yeah. just the the sheer fact that they're Oklahoma playing against teams that are in their conference that are not. Oklahoma. I mean, they're just so. There's the most talented team in that conference. They just are. So talented, yes. By default, they always right, exactly. But that's why like, two more years that they're there. <laughs> now they have a good OC. I mean, they're going to be a good football team. Is a reason why I have them, you know, finishing ten and two. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, losing the conference championship to a great Baylor team, who I'm all on board with. But they're a, good, they're, they're a good football team. You know, well, they have a playoff. Playoff, we can laugh at, but no. Well, they have Monica Ewers over there. Now, so oh, that's true. The best do. team mom in all of college exactly. football. Exactly. Yes, all for the team. All right, enough of Oklahoma. Number three, Georgia Bulldogs. 
And then just, just say one and two. Yeah, we. I think we already know. Yeah. <laughs> number two, Ohio State. <laughs> womp, number one, womp. Bama. Womp, womp. And I have some more notes about these, womp, uh, what happens in the playoffs, if you guys want to hear those. Yeah, definitely. Bama waxes Oklahoma. I've never seen that one before. <laughs> Ohio State. You can take Lincoln Riley out of USC, but you, or wait, you can take, you out can't, Oklahoma. you can take Lincoln the Riley Oklahoma, out of, Oklahoma out of Lincoln Riley, but you can't take the Lincoln Riley out of Oklahoma. Is that? You can definitely take the Lincoln Riley out of Oklahoma. Well, clearly not gone. this season because they're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was a, an absolutely <laughs> terrible attempt. Yeah, that was okay. By right. me there, but, um, Ohio State ekes. Sorry, turn that off. Ohio State ekes by the dogs. Alabama goes fifteen and zero. Is considered one of the greatest college football teams of all time. I love his vocab. We wa- we're waxing. We're yeah. eking. Waxing and eking. Eek eek. <laughs> um, considered one of the greatest college football teams of all time. Two years past, they're probably best ever team. So this is just getting ridiculous. Nick Saban needs to go to West Virginia, like you were saying. We earlier. had a great talk about that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing I wanted yeah. to see more. That would be, that'd be so, insane. Go home. Go home, Nick. Go home. Um, I also have some bowl predictions, some New Year's Six Bowls, if you want to move into that. Definitely. I love bowl predictions. Um, let's see. In the Rose Bowl, we got the Utah Utes versus the Wisconsin Wisconsin Badgers. Oh, we love the red matchups. Love the, the Reds. Bowl. Yeah. Sugar Bowl, we got A&M versus Baylor. Battle for Texas. The Orange Bowl, we got Clemson. Versus Nate Applebaum's Michigan State. <laughs> in the Cotton I don't Bowl, think listeners would relate. Maybe he's a listener. He's a listener. He's one of the, he's a listener that would get it. Oh, shout out to Nate. And then Cotton Bowl, Notre Dame versus Houston. That's a sneaky good game right there. Notre Dame. Houston. I got one more. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Your orange and blue. The Florida Gators. <laughs> Is that in Memphis or Nashville? Nashville um, would be a fun trip. I think it's Memphis. Memphis, not <laughs> quite as fun, but I would still consider it. I would go to Memphis, it's in Memphis just so I can go to Graceland, which is where Elvis is from. I come in, it is in from Memphis. Memphis. It is in Memphis. Where I so those are Mr. Potos' uh, picks right there. They're okay. They're okay. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to Kai the other day, little bro. I would liken this season to 2000. Hold on, this is the third mention of Kai this podcast. It's a record. <laughs> well, I mean, he, <laughs> other than you guys, he's two who I talk ball with the most by far. It's true. And I was telling him that there's a season well before he was born that I would probably compare this season to the most. And it was the first season that I remember following college football. And that was 2005. Because the 2004 USC team I was not watching back then, and the 2004 Texas team returned their key offensive star players. And the entire year, everyone had them one and two. And everyone knew that Vince Young versus Reggie Bush and Matt Leinard, Lendale right, White, right, right, would right. end up being the you know epic title game. Right. Everyone kind of knew. And the, right. And, the, you know, the they other games, there. you know, the other teams, the other games can still be fun to follow. But I, it's like in the exactly. back of your mind, you know. I think you know. And I if feel that way anything, about this season. If there's anything you should watch, it's the opening, the intro, the Keith Jackson's intro to that game. I mean, it is that was his final game, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's and it, at the, at the Rose Bowl, I mean, it's riveting, mm-hmm. riveting. And his call, of course, on the oh, Vince Young touchdown run. He's going for the corner. He's got it. 
Vince Young scores. Brilliant. And then Vince, oh my God. The Rose Bowl, every every national title game should should be played in the Rose Bowl. No. Every year. Nah. Every year. Nah, uh, it needs to be on the East Coast sometimes. I don't know. But speaking of Rose Bowls, last year's oh, Rose at Bowl. Ruiz's new stadium, they'll do oh, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, of yeah. course. You're right. That, Tropical Park. Tropical Park. Yeah. Last oh, year's Rose Bowl was Shannon really Forest. awesome. I'm just, I think last that came a lot. That was a really cool game. Oh, oh, Utah. Yeah, Utah. Unbelievable game. Yeah, and insane. the uniform matchup was pr- uh, uh, spectacular. Beautiful. The, whole, the scene was beautiful. looks beautiful. Jackson Space and the Jigba looked beautiful on the field. Did we have a running back <laughs> playing cornerback. What? Oh, playing cornerback? Yeah. That's what the Utah fans. Well, they did. I, I, I mean, they oh, did. we have a running they back did. playing quarterback. Is that what they're no, saying? No, 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 corner, no, 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 no. They had a running back playing cornerback. They did. They did. Oh, oh. It, oh, it contributed oh. to Jackson Smith in Jigba's big day a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. They really. It was actually a running back. <laughs> it was. They were, they were. They were shallow. I've at that been position. Uh, yeah. all over Ute Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'll lead us into our next thing. Tell us a little bit about what you've been seeing. Oh man, I have a fascination with Utah and the culture over there. And so, like, I came I'm going into this game expecting, you know, like, a lot of Mormons in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, not really a drinking culture. So I was expecting, like, oh, like, they'll be, like, nice people just <laughs> chilling outside the stadium, like, throwing a ball around, whatever. Mm-hmm. No. Well, we haven't seen Oh, them no. These Ute fans are crazy. <laughs> we haven't seen them in person yet. We have not. I'm excited for that. I know a few that are arriving tomorrow. <laughs> you know a few. <laughs> Big Ute 24. <laughs> like, I- <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. their rivalry with BYU. <laughs> Do you recognize their faces? No, Anyone? Uh, maybe. I hope we meet one that you've been following. Anyway, their rivalry with BYU is some of the nastiest things I've ever seen. It's terrible. Well, it's got to be pretty how, one. How side. far are they from each other? Like campuses? It's. I don't know how far the campuses BYU are. BYU, what Provo? I'm gonna look. This BYU is in. Provo, I think Provo is yes. northern Utah. You're almost in Idaho at that point. I'm pretty sure. Provo. Interesting. A weird state, Idaho. So, Ute fans, they believe they're having 20,000 fans travel to the game. It's a lot. 20. <laughs> they're not having 20,000. Which is not happening. It never happens. <laughs> it's it, it, not it happening. Hell. Look, uh, there was some radio guy in Utah talking about how, oh, the U- Utah got 6,000 ticket allotment and then asked for 6,000 more. Drive. How long? Hour drive. Oh, yeah, it's nothing. So pretty pretty nice drive, pretty beautiful drive to be honest. Oh yeah, probably. Um, the truth is they got forty five hundred ticket allotment, and then obviously they're gonna have a few 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 thousand more. I'm not expecting any more than like seven to eight thousand. Um, but it's funny they all think that they they're gonna have so many people here. They they truly are under and underestimating the swamp. Like they they think like oh we get it, it's one of the best places to play, but they've never experienced something like well, this. Well, Pac-12 fans refer to, um, and, and and no disrespect to Oregon, mm-hmm. Austin Stadium it, it, surely it is, is a, yeah. is a uh, raucous environment, but when you're referring to a stadium that holds 60 or so thousand, maybe even a little less. Austin is around as, 50, I think. Yeah, well, that's, it. it, 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 it every time you go on a, a, you read an article about them or anything from Pac-12 fans, it's referred to as the vaunted Autzen Stadium. 54,000. And, and so as loud as it is, when 54 is vaunted, like, it, it's a different ballgame down here. I, I'm excited. It's a different ballgame. Right. I, I'm excited for these Utah fans to have a new appreciation. If they vaunt that, I don't even know what the swamp. They'd, I don't even know how they're going to react to the swamp, but I, it's going to be crazy. Like, I'm, exci- I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I'm near them so I can just look at their faces. It's crazy. 
Um, so yeah, if you want to have a good time on Twitter, just search Utah fans. Utah fans. <laughs> Fantastic. Can't wait to meet them tomorrow. Yeah, new swamp downtown. I, no, I but I first of I just cannot wait. Friday night's gonna be a to a wake up. First, for, let me just first of all just think about two days from now. I mean, we're it's waking all I've been up. About for I know, year. but now that we're here, it starts in about twenty four hours. It's tomorrow. unbelievable. No, it yeah. really is unbelievable. But like for me, like just waking up Saturday morning, college game day comes on. I'm gonna have it on my phone. I'm gonna go for a walk around campus around ten ten thirty. I mean, that, the, the the game day walk around <laughs> campus, and you've got RVs. <laughs> lined up across the area. And you get people out there just Norman Lawn, just people everywhere around campus just fuck just grilling out, man. Just intense, just chilling, playing cornhole. It's cool. Cornhole man. or table tennis? Cornhole. Cornhole. Table tennis. Table we tennis. had this debate in what? James Basie's class. Br- we don't had a debate oh, in oh, Basie's class. I know, class I know the why other you day. had a debate in, in Basie's class because mm-hmm. of William Oyo. He's a table tennis super fan. Yeah. Also, why are we calling it table tennis? Because if you call it, it, it you, we can watch my show. I did a whole segment with William Oyo, and he I called it. It, ping we, pong. it was a very interesting debate we had. I called it ping pong. And, and Bates is said, an awesome dude, by the way. I'm so glad I. Oh, took his Bates class. is the best. Bates is the best. It's been one period with him, and it, it, it you can tell it's going to be a great semester with him. But that whole day, I I, I I just cannot wait. I mean, it is just such a glorious day. It is such a glorious day for so many reasons. It's just, it's just, it's just what you live for. It's what you live for. I agree. I just hope people can find parking. I don't care. Well, actually, well, I'm. Oh, first, was, the first ad read on the airwaves. Let's it, do this. It's funny because Eww. I was about to say that I'm selling my parking spot via this exact thing you're going to promote. So let's promote it. All right. Well, mine and Galpern's uh, roommate and Big Will's good friend, Ryan Shear has been working tirelessly for a year now oh, yeah. on um, a great, great, great startup that launched a couple days ago and will be in use for the first time right in time for the Utah game. Um, geez, I'm, I'm trying to find the exact URL for people to look up here. I believe it is. It is parkwithperch.com. Parkwithperch.com. With Perch, finding game day parking is easier than ever. Just select a lot, pay, and park for the day. Skip the traffic and secure your spot now at parkwithperch.com. So it's an easy way to hook up people, um, you know, with houses around campus with parkers. And so they, they just, they're middlemanning it and they make it really easy. You just go check the map and there's all, all the houses in the area that have space listed and you pick one and you see the price and whatever, uh, one appeals to you the most, you park there, you pay through perch and it's really easy. I've seen the. You know what is what? What do you computer science people call it? The UI, the user interface. User interface, correct. Yeah. It's very, very easy, sleek. very user friendly, and a it's, really good job. And it's, and, it's with some, and it's something that is just simply needed in Gainesville. I mean, the, the oh biggest God. issue in this town is parking, especially on game day. And now knowing that I can just, as somebody who owns a spot in Gainesville, mm-hmm. can make my own money, and then somebody who I know is going to need a spot can have that spot for the mm-hmm. day. And yeah. so it's just, I mean, it's brilliant. Truly brilliant. It's a symbiotic yeah. relationship. It just truly, the game day experience. Truly Absolutely. brilliant. Parkwithperch.com. Do it. Park with them. It's parking with Perch. Thank you, Ryan Shear. Mm-hmm. All right. So parking, probably one of my least favorite things to do uh, in Gainesville and anywhere, really. But one of my favorite things to do before every season is look at the uh, win totals. And I'm not a better in the least, but 
I'm just enthralled by the over under win totals that are set at these books and trying to, you know, out <laughs> outsmart Vegas in a way and, and um you know, provide people with picks that I think will go through. Uh, and so last season I was asked by a couple of people, you know, what, what some of my favorite season win totals were. And I did six. I went five and one. I didn't bet any of them, but I checked after. I went five and one with Florida being the only one that uh, didn't hit that I picked. But I wanted to rattle off a couple of my, f- not a couple, close to 20 of my favorites in the Power Five for this season. Um. I'll go through these quickly, but I'll start with the ACC. NC State over eight and a half. Louisville over six and a half. Georgia Tech under three and a half. Jeff Collins getting fired by midway through the yep. season. Uh, Virginia uh, under. Hold on. Just the fact that Georgia Tech is playing like the premier Monday night game against Clemson, like that's <laughs> that's going to be a, just a bloodbath. They've like. got a ridiculous schedule. Oh, it's so hard. If it were at three, maybe you push, but I, I don't think they're getting to four. Yeah. Speaking of pushes, UVA under seven. I think there's definitely a chance they hit seven and five, but you know you get your money back if that happens when you bet the under. So I don't think they're getting to eight and four. So I like UVA under seven, and then Wake Forest under six and a half. The defense was terrible last year. Now who knows when Sam Hartman's going to be playing this season? So getting to seven and five looks like an uphill battle for them, in my opinion. Um, in the Big Ten, just two. Minnesota over seven and a half, very high on them this season uh, with Kirk Soraka coming back as their OC and Tanner Morgan for like his eighth year of college. Mo Ibram coming back from his torn Achilles. Michigan over nine and a half. In the Big 12, I went with Baylor over seven and a half. I know Big Will's with me on that one. Absolutely. I am too. It's a great number. Uh, great Oklahoma, number. Wow. Oklahoma State under eight and a half. I think a little bit Ooh. of a step back this season for them. I have one nine. I feel they... I think the, the it's big, good number though. It's a good number. The Big Twelve is deep this season with like good bowl, bowl Cal- teams, yeah, and so right. I think they lose a couple. That they got they Derek did. Mason there now. Yeah, but bring it, it's implementing a new system after uh, Jim Knowles leaves. Maybe a little bit of ground. I'm not disagreeing. I just wanted to drop some knowledge I learned from Josh Pate today. I forgot that he went there. Yeah, Derek Mason, man. Derek Mason. I mean, sorry to interrupt, but speaking of Vanderbilt. I mean, 66 points. Like, first of all, I was yes. clamoring for Hawaii. I, I was, it was not a, f- I, I think I'm done. I'm done betting now for the season. <laughs> I, coming right out and losing, losing, I took, I took the money line. Coming mm-hmm. right out and losing by like 50 points. You should have, you should have bet Vanderbilt's over win total. <laughs> it yeah, was at two right. and a half. Yeah, and you're right. With the Hawaii win, right. they could be very well. Well, they're three playing. Wins. No. Because they have Elon. They, right, but, but that's it. There's two. That's it. They have Northern Illinois. They could win. Oh, not a given. Not they a were given. one of the better teams in the MAC last uh, year. After but. watching them put a sixty-six up, they can definitely win three games. Mm-hmm. Wow, Vanderbilt has a little brother. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. What Hawaii? Yeah, they I mean, have someone they can dog on now. Yeah, good for them. Across on ocean, but them. yeah. Uh, Baylor over seven and a half. Kansas State over six and a half. Sleep sleeper uh, team to get to the Big Twelve title game, in my opinion. West Virginia over five and a half. I'm not super high on the Mountaineers this season, but I think they find a way to go bowling, just given the huge quarterback upgrade. If JT Daniels stays healthy, but I think he plays enough games for them to get bowl eligible. Uh, speaking of quarterback upgrades, Washington State over five and a half. Another team 
I think at least finds a way to go bowling. Cam Ward, I know Potosa is super high on him. Yeah, Washington State, I have them winning a few big games, including at home against Oregon. Or what? That's one of those just tough atmospheres. Oregon yeah. drops one. Pullman. Wazoo over five and a half. They go bowling. And, Colorado. And over 12 and a half college game days, their flag will be at. Yes. Yes. Old Crimson. Yes. A uh, few more here. Colorado under three. I don't see four wins on that schedule. Sorry, Colorado. You'll be coach hunting this offseason. Maybe Dan Mullen. I know he likes skiing. Ugh. I know he enjoys skiing, Dan Mullen. I would. I really want to see Dan Mullen back in coach, coaching. I, I, just I do so does. badly. Just see what he does. Just <laughs> see how he ruins something. Nebraska job. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Wide open. Oh, no. my God. No, he would never. With oh, a fan no. base that no, passionate, yeah, he his head. Yeah, I, mean, no, he I, I won't say anything further, right? He knows. But they would come for, I mean, I don't think that would work. He knows. I don't think that would work. He knows. I think he knows. And then Arizona State, under six. I don't think Every. they get seven wins on that schedule with how much they lost, all the uncertainty. Maybe they get to six and six, but going over and losing that one, I I would feel pretty confident going under six. Emory. Um, Bama, the line on this is, like, ridiculous, like, the value's not there, but over 10.5, I think, is probably the biggest lock on the board. Yeah. A&M over 8.5. Florida over 7. 6-6 six and six for us would mean really bad injury luck, and wait, I, I don't want to predict that. What, wait, what is it? It's 7? Florida, straight 7. Oh, yeah, so to lose me. that, we'd have to only win 6. Yeah, give me the over. Again, unless AR's out for an extended period of time. <sighs> Mizzou under 5.5. I don't see bowling... Uh, in the cards yeah, for them. Mizzou's going to be terrible. And then Kentucky under eight, I think nine wins. If they lose at home in the Swamp week two, which is pretty much what I'm banking on here, then I think nine and three, it's going to be really hard. Unless they beat Georgia, like you're saying. But There you go. <laughs> you can see it happening. But, so yeah, that was just 20 or so that I, I liked when I was scouring it. I don't think I'll be shooting upwards of 80% this season, but there you go. Shooting upwards of 80%? Well, because I went five and one last season. So. Did you really? Yeah. Look at this. Smart uh, so guy. A friend asked me what win totals do you? I went over Utah, over Iowa, over Notre Dame, under Bama because they were at eleven and a half, mm-hmm. uh, under Auburn, and then over Florida. So they all hit except for Florida. Damn. Didn't bet those. Just said them. Thanks, Dan. Are you, are you betting these? Betting all twenty? No, I don't. I don't bet at all. <laughs> I just, I told you I just like the win totals. It's my favorite thing to do before the season. Is just look at that and then go back and see how I did. Very cool. Yeah. You're very cool, Will. Thank you. And do you have anything else for us, well, prediction-wise? No, I think prediction-wise, I've kind of exhausted Potosa does, things. though, in spirit. I think, oh, I, <laughs> yeah, what else does, does um, Sam have here? Potosa has a uh, Gator schedule prediction and well, yeah, Utah, Florida prediction. He did not give me so let's Okay, so let's do that, because now here's our, our We're chance. We're a Gator podcast. We, we are 15 a Gator, more minutes left. We, we, are a, we have a Gator and podcast. So throughout the season, week by week, we'll be talking more Gators than national stuff, but... There's only so much in your preseason show that you can really dive into for exactly. one team. So right, so we're, so we're gonna get into just each of our. I don't know about game by. We're gonna do game by game predictions. I, I quickly. refused. I refused. Okay, you, I'll give you a record. I don't want to predict losses. Okay, that's fine. So we give Liam will give us a record. Yeah. I don't know about Sa- Sam will give us. I got everything. game by game. I'll give you game by game. I just don't like predicting us to lose specific games, even though you could probably guess which ones you think. Fair enough. And then I and then I'll I'll also give you a Utah score. For this week. Utah score. Okay. A Utah-Florida score. All right. We ready? Yep. Yep. All right, so I'll go first. So week one, 
uh, here's your Utah score. I'll just do it now because mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm predicting week one. I have Florida twenty eight, Utah twenty seven. Is your final score very close game? I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> it, it, it's it's gonna be. It's it, it, yeah. It's gonna I'm be already, close. I'm already getting. I'm sweating. Yeah, no, I'm sweating about Maybe this Maybe because it's hot in here, but it is very hot in here. And the AC doesn't work, yeah, but it's, it's also hot in the swamp. Gonna be. It's gonna be real hot in the swamp. And week two, Kentucky. Not. I don't have a score for this one, but I have Florida beating winning the Wildcats to go to two and L, and then USF beating USF as well to go to three and L. And their first loss comes week four in Knoxville. It's a tough one. Oh, no. Tennessee is really good early in the season. It's a tough tough environment. Again, young team. There's some still some holes in this roster. Question for you. Yes. Tell me this. Yes. Answer as honestly as you can. Okay. Are you picking us to lose to Tennessee because you actually think that Tennessee is a better team this season no. and the environment will overcome? Or or were you looking for a, a loss to pick? It's a good question. in my mind, I like in a vacuum, I think we beat Tennessee. But obviously, I don't want to go too high on our win total. So Tennessee is kind I, of a convenient one to pick the L. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, no, you're right. No, it's, it's a good point. It's a good point. But I, I think Anthony struggles in this game. It's like hard to predict us to go four and right. It's the first they, road game yeah. of Billy Napier's career, yeah. and it's an ex- Florida career, and it's an extraordinarily difficult environment. It is, and it's it gonna. Is. I think Tennessee starts three zero. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be two three zero teams. It's gonna be college game day. Potentially college potentially. game day. Potentially college NC game day. State but but I think they'd rather go to. Yeah, no. I mean, it's and it's going to be just one of those big games. Tennessee's going to be fired up. It's going to be a very, very, very similar to mm-hmm. 2016. Where Florida start. I mean, not yeah, in the sense, yeah. maybe not how the game flow goes, but sort of the situation surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida perhaps can start off. I, mean, I don't know if they'll start off, start off fast. Like, I mean, I mean, remember that game. We were up. What twenty one nothing twenty one three yeah and then they they beat us like 38, 20, 27 or yeah something. we was, couldn't stop Josh Dobbs yeah it was tough <laughs> but um think Hedon plays well think yeah. um yeah I just think it's it's just a close loss so I, if if you want to score I'll give you Tennessee twenty four four to twenty so close loss but mm-hmm. you know in the end just Anthony just it's probably his worst game of the season one of the most fun games Sickens to watch game. probably for a neutral fan yes, all year yes yes oh definitely sickening. Uh, week five, I have our second loss to Eastern Watch. Just kidding. Um, we're gonna be Eastern Watch. Jim McElwain's alma mater, sending them all the secrets and dirt on uh, Cooper Cup's alma mater. Um, oh yeah, Colin Coward's alma mater. Is it really? Him oh, and McElwain were friends in college. What? That's your fun fact. That's day. really fun. Yeah. Oh, that's so much fun. That fact. Um, week six, homecoming against the Zoo, uh-huh. the Tigers, Missouri, W. Week seven, home LSU. We keep the hot streak at home rolling. Beat the Tigers, back to back wins over the Tigers, to get to what, five and one. Five and one is it? Six and one. By your count, six and one. I can't do math. And then you fall to six and two because you're playing in Jacksonville against the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, I, I, there, like, this. I don't know. I just, I don't know what our ceiling is, but I feel like. I'm gonna I'm gonna come into that game if we're six and one and we're coming into that game I'm gonna think we're gonna be it's worried. a rivalry game I mean exactly. even like last year, every I ta- year I talked myself right into you ta- every year it's it like it's year. like this it, game it, it, who knows yeah it's you talk yourself into it but right now look on the outside looking in I'm gonna take Georgia and then week nine a Kyle Field your third loss to A and M week ten South Carolina the only time this season the Florida, Florida Gators will be wearing 
orange, blue, blue, Sad. which is disappointing. I wish we could. Yeah, I wanted LSU it for LSU well. or for Here's Utah, my worry, though. Like, it's okay. would have been nice for Utah. I, like, I just I don't understand personally doing the uniform schedule before the season because we don't know what times these games are. Like, what if that's a noon game? You don't want to be blue, blue in the noon game. That's, that's I think just, it's fine. I think it's fine, but like the you know the Dolphins always have that thing when they wear white at home early season games when it's hot. Well, I think it's kind of similar to uh, Billy's rationale behind why he shaves his head. Because he said, well, it's one less thing to worry about when I wake up in the morning <laughs> is doing my hair. So I think that's the same that's so rationale funny. for just getting exactly. the uniforms out of the way. Yeah, one, one less thing, thing we have to, we have to worry about. Exactly. Yeah, which, football. Uh, again, interestingly, orange helmets for every game this year. No fun white or blue helmets. That was my favorite part of it. It's fine with me. I hate the alternate I, uniform, uh, uh, helmets. I like them. I like them, but They look I cool, but I, yeah, not great. That Tennessee game in 2016 ruined it for me. I care about fair enough. Not fair enough. I think they. I think they look cool, but like, I mean, not even that. Like the first time we ever wore those, um, the white helmets was against Vanderbilt in the seven to three win or whatever it was. Oh my god, that was terrible. Seven was it? Twenty fifteen, right? Or nine six? We want yeah. Oh, with the Austin Harden. uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, (sighs) Vanderbilt is another win to go to eight and three, and then your final game at Doke nine and three. I'll be, be there again. You'll be a van. Oh yeah, maybe, yeah. I think maybe. I will also will be there. Be too. I will be there as well. Yeah. We're gonna take over the. Uh, we will take that place over. Absolutely. Stadium. That definitely. Uh, the the Florida Gators finished nine and three, and as I had already told you before early in the podcast, so it's not a big surprise. But yeah. and they finished fifteenth, and they go to the. What, 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 what bowl game would that be? That's that's a pretty good bowl game. Maybe like it. Depending the way other stuff shakes out, I want to say well, Citrus Bowl. You could probably could be New Year's Six. you could go into your big bag of picks and sort of figure it out. You're right. You I was thinking about it. I just got too lazy yeah. to be honest. I, I t- t- this took me so long. Well, you're to not every game. You picked every Damn, Mullen went nine. Yeah, it wasn't lazy. Was, at all. that point, it was yeah. just like I, I'm done. No, yeah, but um, could potentially be a New Year's Six. Okay, so no, I'll give you Citrus. Damn, Mullen did it. 2018. Looking at my rankings. Yeah, yeah, Peach Bowl. Citrus. I could see Houston. I could see us playing Houston, but I'm gonna go Citrus against Notre Dame. I who I have twelve and nine and three. Okay. So Florida, Notre Dame in the Citrus Bowl. How about that? Pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. That's a pretty cool game. It would be. It would be. I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait. All right. Next up, <sighs> San Patosa. Speak. San Patosa. Um, I'll go with the. I'll go with the game versus Utah first, considering that's first. Got some thoughts. Gators versus Utah. How the Gators win? Colin. Run 70 plus plays. You guys can chime in with some comments if you'd like. Um, run 70 plus plays. Allow a max two sacks. Rush for over 200 yards. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm just agreeing. Just, yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, you just run it at Diabate every every play. <laughs> Up the middle, halfback yeah. dive at Diabate. <laughs> uh, Anthony needs at least ten carries. He will get that. Allow, Whether or not they're designed or not, he'll get that. Right. Allow a max of 150 yards on the ground. So outright. See, that's them. not going to be easy. That's not. Oh, that's a. Be easy. That's a. That wait, might be the hardest thing on here. I'm going to steal one from Pate. But uh, what does he call them? Padlock stats? Padlock stats. That's a Potosa yes. padlock right there. If we if it's under 150, we will win. I feel confident saying that. I agree. I agree. No more than five penalties. That scares me. Penalties. Well, that's a I'm little bit of um, from Kentucky. That's just discipline. 
that's a little that's bit just of just coaching Dan right Mullen PTSD right there. Exactly. Um, no drops. Okay. <laughs> that's I mean wow. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I agree, but those are no, no drops. Play up tempo to get in as many plays as you can. That's that goes with his seventy plus uh mm-hmm. plays. With that being said, one of Larry David's least favorite statements. That being said, Utah twenty seven, Florida. Twenty-four. Hmm. He has us losing. Uh he thinks the swamp will definitely factor in. But as mm-hmm. but only as a difference of losing by, you know, two possessions versus a field goal, which I think right. is fair. Um, the weather will not matter, and anyone who says it will is a casual. Okay, we had this conversation on the walk over here. If he <laughs> means whether or not it's going to rain, I agree. I don't think rain or no rain would make a difference. But if you're talking weather in general, the the humidity and the environment, then I think it does I, make sense. I difference. think it will have a factor. Not and. Yeah, no, I mean, we both agreed if the game were at 3.30, it'd be exponentially more of an advantage, but it's okay. Don't even get me that started. That was up to ESPN. Oh, there was nothing we could have done about that. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Potosa loves the Gators. Really? He loves the Florida Gators. Didn't know. However, he's willing to admit that Utah is a better team, especially because Utah, in Sam's opinion, is one of the best rushing teams in the country. The one-two punch of Rising and Thomas is deadly. Tavion Thomas is hard to bring Deadly. down. He's 235. He's sort, sort of like Braylon Allen on Wisconsin. Can't disagree. And they have a true freshman, Jalen Glover, who was from Lakeland. I thought he should have been a Gator, but oh, it's okay. He should have been. If we lose on a, on a, on a Jalen Glover touchdown, that'll just be poetic justice to really rid ourselves of the Dan Molinero. A Polk County kid who should have been a Gator. That would, <laughs> that uh, would be something. It would be poetic justice. Be something. But, um, um, as far as the Gators are concerned, my biggest w- are you still down? So I got one more, one more thing. All right, go one more. You go go one ahead. More. Go one more. One more. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm. I just want to say I'm just my biggest worry about this football team is tight end. Tight end. I think it's the weakest position on the football team. I think. Yeah, I think we scheme around. I think the fact. I hope so, but I just. I mean, Dante Xanders. I, I was gonna say the fact that Keon Zipper is behind Dante Xanders, who just converted into a tight end this off season. In the depth chart, depth chart is a little bit concerning. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Wasn't he a tight end? And, and then, then, yes. then in DN, and now he's yes. But remember what game was it? I think was it Towson where he was he was Dante Lang at this he was point. Dante Lang, and he had a wide open. I mean, just in the bread basket throw from Kyle Trask, and just completely dropped it. Might have been him. Well, we'll it was see definitely if, him. Um, last year's assistant coach of the year in college football, William Piegler, can you know get I that room been, up to. I was watching a press conference the other day. Yeah. Billy had a whole segment about Dante Xanders, how he's utmost class. He said he's an NFL guy, and he looked like Boca one in the kid. spring game, too. Boca kid. Yeah, wow. Boca high, Boca high. Um, I guess I shouldn't say we'll scheme around it, but I, I mean, I think the players that we have are serviceable enough to do what you're asking in this offense because it's mostly run blocking and then, you know, um, in the passing game play action stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, we schemed Noah Keeter open for a touchdown against the first-team defense in the spring game. So that kind of stuff is encouraging. Definitely. I think we'll be fine. I think Um, defensive tackle is a much bigger concern, in my opinion. Yeah. If we're talking our biggest. Yeah. Anyway, Potosa. Anyway, Dosa has spent, he wants you to know, he spent hours, in all caps, researching this game. Honestly, all he does here at WRUF, (laughs) he's exhausted every way we can win this game. The fact of the matter is Utah's a tough team. (laughs) <laughs> Every way? 
All of them? Every way. I mean, what about, like... That's what he said. I can't I can't really elaborate. Okay. So he's got us losing to Utah. I'll go through the schedule pretty quickly because mm-hmm. we're running out of time here. Kentucky. A little bit, yeah. Got us losing at home to Kentucky. What? So he's just starting oh. 0-2? Oh, Sam. Why? If he was here, man, I would have punched him in the face. <laughs> he's got us beating USF, winning at Tennessee. Okay. Losing to Eastern Washington. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> beating <laughs> you had me for a Eastern second. Washington. Beating Missouri. Beating LSU at home. Losing to Georgia. Losing at Kyle Field to A&M. And then we go on a nice little three-game winning streak. Beating South Carolina. Winning at Vanderbilt. And winning in Tallahassee itself, Florida State. So mm-hmm. overall, 8-4. Eight and, eight four. and four. Look, if we go 8 and... This is me now, not Potosa. If we go 8-4... and four, I'll be satisfied. If we go nine and three, be I'll be very happy. More than satisfied. We go ten and two, I'll be ecstatic. Anything else uh, is I a think fever dream. Eight and four is what you need to accomplish to have to hold the recruiting cl- class together in its entirety, mm-hmm. and to show that you know the staff can't coach. Right. That's assuming health. Correct. Again, health, yeah. I mean, things are we're unique this season in the way that. There's a couple really key positions where we're obviously. Thanks, Dan Mullen. Especially weak on. Um, I mean, quarterback, that's the one that goes without saying. But like I just mentioned, defensive tackle, that nose tackle position really concerns me. We There's not definitely, I don't think we have an above average SEC caliber guy playing that role. Um, you know, the staff's really high on a couple guys like Tyreek Sapp, Chris McClellan, the true freshman. But as far as that true SEC nose tackle type, we don't really have that with Gervon playing more of the 3-4 end role. Um, as for my prediction, I went 9-3. and three. Yeah. And I didn't really want to predict exactly where the losses are going to come. I but mean, two of them you can probably. Two of them. I do think that we lose two out of the three. I think we lose to Georgia. A&M, logically we should lose, but I think – if there's going to be a big upset for us this season with scheduling dynamics and stuff, there's definitely a shot we go into Kyle Field. And beat oh, I agree. I, they haven't arrived yet. I mean, I know the talent's there, but they lost to LSU last season with that you know they did. mess of an LSU team. I think LSU could be the other loss in there in that three-game stretch, LSU, Georgia, A&M. Two out of those three, and then one out of that first four between Utah, Kentucky, Tennessee. I don't want to predict a loss to Kentucky. We're a much better team. But again, scheduling dynamics, Utah, the way, how emotional of a game that'll be, how physical of a game that'll be. And then you get another power running team who's disciplined like Kentucky, um, like Utah, with an above average quarterback. Not a top five pick, Will Levis, but an above average quarterback. That game's not a lock. So one of those first three games, and then probably Georgia and AM, maybe LSU, but nine and three. It's my official prediction. It's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And Cormani, McLean, and Keon Keeley will be Gators if we finish 9-3 is my bold prediction. Yeah. Woo! I mean, I'm not going to give my game-by-game predictions. Uh-huh. I don't like doing predictions because no, I, I just I, I hate it. I don't like to give my team a loss before the game even starts. So right. that's why... Yeah, we're going undefeated as long as I'm as far as I'm concerned. Twelve and zero, nine and three, nine and three, eight and four. It's not a not my official prediction. Problem. It's not really a prediction. It's a. Uh, I can see it happening. 
Hey, you, know, why you not? don't lose until the game's over, so. Why not? We haven't lost yet, kids. Have We're not. undefeated. Never lost. That's why we like the beginning undefeated. of the college football Never season lost. so much, because West Virginia and Pitt, which kicks off in under an hour now, Woo! are both undefeated, both national title contenders because it's week one, baby, Woo! and anything is effing Let's possible. Go. College football! Country roads, take me home to the place. I belong. I belong. The swamp. Only gators. If you want a little zing and you zing zing. If you want a little jing and you jing jing. Come along. Come along. Come along. I'm excited for that Saturday morning. Very excited. Oh, me mm-hmm. too. But with all the way, this has been a, a, just a, just an exciting conversation about the greatest thing in, of God's green earth. College football. College football. Lives College here. football. Personally, I like the old one The old Indiana. 3.30 on CBS. The old Saturday Night theme is truly the best one ever. I miss that one. I really do. Yep. All right. Well, that's our show, everybody. Yep. Thank you guys for having me. Go Gators. Really appreciate it. Here it is. All right. That's good. You ready for it? You hear Brent? Yeah, looking on. Welcome to ESPN Saturday Night Football, presented by the new window. Better than. Between the Baylor Bears and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. We're looking live. There it is. Maybe you a creepy comment about lo- one of the girls in the crowd too. You yeah. are looking live with that beautiful girl in the in the audience. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you All later. Right. Good show. Bye. Thank y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Won't Back Down podcast with Will Levinson, Sam Patosa, and Jake Lehman, a part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. 